Hi, my name is Erin, and I'm an alcoholic. And my name is Ken, and I'm an alcoholic. And welcome to Podcast Not Perfection. It's our very first bonus episode. (laughs) Welcome to Podcast Not Perfection. Um, We missed Ken. I'm back. I'm back. Ken's back. Sorry. Well, don't be sorry. I'm so happy for you that you had fun on your vacation. Yeah, it was relaxing. It was perfect. Yeah, but I wanted to... Well, so... You know, we did an episode on sponsorship. Mm-hmm. That was our last episode. And since you weren't here, I think I wanted to get some of your thoughts on sponsorship. And also, I didn't want the listeners to have to go a whole week without hearing your beautiful voice. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we, me and Angela kind of talked about sponsorship. Obviously, Angela is my sponsor. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think the importance of sponsorship is in your personal recovery journey well i think i echo some of the thoughts that you were saying um i think it's well it's pivotal essential crucial mm-hmm. i'm just trying to like think list. <laughs> i'm like what other word makes sense those words make sense um i couldn't i wouldn't be where i am sitting here right now recording if it weren't for my sponsor wayne mm-hmm. um ween ween um he just I was going to work on my ums too, but clearly a week off is really podcast. Not um, I'm just kidding. Anyways. Um, <laughs> bam. Sorry. So I wouldn't be sitting here without the help I had from Wayne because he, I, I knew nothing coming into the program. I knew I needed help, but I didn't know where or who to ask or, or anything at all. And I'm sure I'm not alone in that regard. So without the help of even the people who got me in touch with Wayne, um, I would not have, I would not be here. You know, someone who knows what they're doing, even the slightest bit more than I did, which was everyone, every every single person (laughs) more than me. Yeah. So how did you get in contact with Wayne? How does one go about finding a sponsor? I guess. Um, I think there is quite literally an infinite number of ways you could find a sponsor. Mm -hmm. There's not one way to do it. Like people will say you should find someone that, you know, you just don't like that should be your sponsor or you should find someone who has what you want. Mm, That's Um, what I heard when I first came in. That was like the one thing that I heard. Mm -hmm. I remember, I know you've said that before. Yeah. Yes. Find someone who has what you want. So my experience specifically was I isolated a lot when I was in treatment and I would be out front reading on the porch. And one of the texts came out, one of the people that worked for the treatment center, he was uh, asking me about a sponsor. And I was like, yeah, I, haven't put any single thought into that. Like I have literally infinite time to like think about nothing. And that's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> Do you thinking think about you how much afraid? I hate. Um, I, yeah, I think I was just stutter stepping. I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit out here and read a book and that's, that's and all that's I want to do. So he thought of Wayne for me. So he called Wayne and we actually were going to a, the Raymond meeting that we go to that night. It's the first time I ever went. And I was going to be introduced. And I, in my head, I was like, whatever, like, I'll just meet this guy. Like that. I don't have to do anything. There's no commitment to it, whatever. And then um, we read Bill's story, I believe, Mm -hmm. is what we read that night. And every time we read it, I think about this thing. 
And there was one part where I was going to like re- raise my hand and comment. This is when I was like willing to like share in meetings. I don't know what happened. I guess I just didn't know what I, I, I was not in my head enough. I don't know. Either way, um, I was going to raise my hand and talk about something I just read about. And Wayne raised his hand and spoke about the exact same thing. And I was like, right before me. And I'm like, oh, well, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm not much of a believer in signs, but that to me is a sign right there. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even really, I think, out of the words, will you be my sponsor? I just kind of was like, I was told to talk to you. He gave me his number and I was like, done. That's it. And so did you call him the next day? Did you call him that um, night? I, did you wait a week? I forget. We had like phone call time at the end of the night. And if like for like sponsors, they would let you call anytime. Um, I think I called him a couple days after. Okay. And it was super uncomfortable, super of weird. Course. And it was probably one of the most, not one of the most painful things, but just like, Things the that, most yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. One if I could, if I could have not, and so gotten to where I am today, cool. But like, there's no way you have to do that to to yeah. get where you're at. Um, my first sponsor would always tell me you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. That's what I said when I got my one year chip. I was like, I learned to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. Yeah, that's where growth is. I mm-hmm. think growth is always going to be out of your comfort zone. Like the first time we did this, oh up yeah, here recording uncomfortable as all get up. So I'm still a little uncomfortable. I mean, I'm more comfortable this, now, t- but today we've got a lot of like eye contact. I know it's very, well, I okay. Like so it. we're normally sitting next to each <laughs> other, but today we're sitting across from each mm. other. So it is, it's kind of neat. I yeah. know. I'm like, hello. hello. It's like I'm on a first date or something. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And then how uh, soon did you start Again, everybody recovers differently. This is just mm-hmm. how we did it because we're both in AA and that this is just what we were told. But how quickly did you start the steps with your with your sponsor? Because when, when I sponsor people, because I'm a sponsor today too, I kind of start them immediately. Yeah. I don't – I think um, – I don't really think I started until I was um, – I think I don't know if I was still in treatment, really. Like, we talked, but we didn't, like, we, we did, he actually came to the, we started reading, yeah. So he came to, my the house I was living at a couple times, and then I ended up living in sober living while I was still in treatment, and so I was able to. I didn't to, know you lived in sober living. Oh, for like a month. Oh, I, I, okay. There was the uncomfortable I was done That with. was too uncomfortable. It was too uncomfortable. Okay. Um, so I still had an apartment in Manchester, so we met in my apartment a couple times, too. Um, met Kevin? No, I didn't have Kevin at that point because Kevin had to live with my parents. Oh, well, I had him, but I didn't Kevin. have him yet. Well, I couldn't live with him at the house. Well, like, I'm going to rehab, Mom. <laughs> take care of the cat. She was like, we'll take care of him. Anyways. Um, yeah, I think I think I wanted a lot of progress a lot of, like really quickly, too. Like In my mind, I was like, I need to be at... Because everyone that came into um, treatment like a week after me, they're already working on their four step and I haven't even like gotten to my first and like, how is like, and I wanted like to be, I wanted to beat them essentially is what I really, what I wanted, you know, like I want to, <laughs> I want to get to the first. I want to finish the first. Um, but yeah, no, we just read and I think one day we just did one, two and three, like right there. Wow. Cause I was like, I don't, I don't know where I'm at. Where do you think I'm at? And he's like, well, let's talk about it. And the first step, I was like, yeah, definitely. My life is unmanageable. And 
What's the second part of it? Why do I always forget the second part? Powerless. I'm um, yes. powerless over alcohol. Like, yep, yep. And my life has become unmanageable. I want to start with the second part. That's why. Okay. And then I believed that there was a power greater than myself. The third one was difficult for me because I wasn't ready to like give it up. Because I still like I wanted to control over my own steps. Like right. I wanted to be at a certain point That's when I was not one. ready to be. Yeah. But um I actually just read an Instagram post. This guy Ooh. said he like clumsily went through it. And that's pretty much how I went through it. I think me too. Like well, I didn't know what I was doing, but I did it. And like, I'm sure if I was like graded on it, like in school, I would have gotten like a solid C on it. Yeah. But I'll take it. Well, I think like this is the thing is that you can't really do it wrong. This yes. is what I tell my sponsees all the time. Because everybody okay. freaks out and thinks they're going to quote unquote do it wrong mm-hmm. or mess it up. There's no possible way you can do it wrong. I think the only thing that matters is that you're willing and you try to live by spiritual principles again in our program. Yeah. And that's, there's no way you can mess that up mm-hmm. as long as you're willing. Just do it. Yeah. You know, just do it. Another thing I like about Wayne too is, as I, I just was raised. And I have this, like, instilled in me to, like, people who are older than me are, like, I instantly, like, me have, too. like, a huge level of respect. Like, I still want to call my friends' parents Mr. and Mrs. such and such. And they're yeah. like, no, my name is Kathy. Like, what do you call Are call-? you from the South? Yeah. So, Wayne being older than me and, like, having, like, an established life and everything. And, and I, it worked out because I knew, I knew going into it, like, I wasn't, this, my sponsor was not going to be my best friend. He was going to be my sponsor. And that's. That's the only, only way that I was going to do well. Okay. So I have a question for you because Mm. Angela and I talked about this on the last episode. Can you be friends with your sponsor? That's why I'm, that's why I'm bringing it up. Okay. Um, so you, you are of the mind. No. Well, I think when you're going through the steps and you're first getting through it, no. Okay. But I think eventually you can get to a point where you become... Like, you're always going to be sponsor and sponsee. Well, mm-hmm. not always. For the time that you are sponsor and sponsee, and you after you, like, like, I feel like I could be, I'm friends with Wayne. Wayne is a friend of mine. I say my friend Wayne instead of saying, my sponsor Wayne. Yeah. Because sometimes you tell people that, and they're like, you what? I'm like, What's that? my friend. My, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I mean, we, like, hang out and stuff. Like, I come to his pool parties. I, I love the pool parties. Yeah, they're the best part of the that's the best part of the best part of having a sponsor just kidding no just kidding <laughs> no um wayne that's not why we hang out with you no, it's not, not for your people but he is someone that has become just someone that when i have a question or if i'm not sure i can ask yeah oftentimes i still take back my own will and i'm like no i can figure it out on my own and i don't and i get mad and it's because I don't reach out for help yeah. sometimes. It's like you still try to do it on your own. I mm-hmm. get that. I I do that a lot, and then I always pay the price. Mm-hmm. I try to run the show a lot. Um, yeah. I think the relationship between sponsors and sponsees definitely changes after you've gone through the work. And I utilize Angela a lot for when I need help with my own sponsees Mm -hmm. because there's sometimes my sponsees today will come to me with an issue that I don't have experience with and I can only help others through my own experience. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I, 
Angela has a lot more life experience, I feel like, than I do. She has different life experience. Well, okay. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, and she has sponsored women before I ever started sponsoring. So she just has more, just, just more experience. Mm -hmm. So I utilize her a lot just to bounce off different scenarios that my sponsees come to me with that they need help with. And she actually does the same with me. Man. Oh, Ken didn't shut his phone <laughs> off. Sorry, everyone, but we won't make that mistake again. <laughs> I've got an evil eye. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is going to be a a pretty quick episode. This is just a little a little bonus mm -hmm. midweek. We thought it would be fun just so you guys could hear Ken's voice. Um, also, we have new microphones. Um. Yeah. So we came upstairs to the attic where we record mm -hmm. and there were four gift bags on the desk and they were from Brian and we opened them up and microphones, the little screens yeah. that you put in front of the microphones. I feel so, um, we're like professional. We're pretty official. We're, yeah. like, we're like official legit. Now. Also, he set up his computer and it has our logo on it. He just made a whole kind of recording studio mm -hmm. for us upstairs in his attic. So this is the official recording studio of Podcast Not Perfection. No longer just the attic or the like, office. I know. I feel like we need to name it. Oh. Kevin Biggie Productions. Oh. Kevin Baggy. Kevin Baggy. <laughs> um no okay well we have we'll to take suggestions we'll take air. suggestions yeah if you've got can them. you guys send us your suggestions since we want this to be an please? interactive podcast we, yeah we do i just i like hearing from you guys yes. it brings me a lot of joy mm -hmm. to hear from the listeners it really does it does it's the highlight of my week i i quite often check like the emails or something me like too. that I'm just like, no no i know okay never mind never mind it's okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah i do the same thing too well it's that whole community thing because mm -hmm. i think we we don't do this for ourselves. No. Only. Yeah. Well, I think it definitely helps me. Yeah. And I love spending time with Ken, just me and him in the microphone. And, but it really is. I, you know what? I met a newcomer at a meeting the other day and I was really nervous to do this, but he was at it. I don't know. He was at a meeting, but I don't want people to feel alone when they're new. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes that can happen. I just kind of was like, do you listen to podcasts? <laughs> and I, and I, yeah, I like, I showed him our podcast and I was like, if you ever feel like alone or if you're at work and you want to just put this on, I don't know. That's what I wanted. I don't want people to feel alone. I want people mm -hmm. to feel like they can always. That was one of my reasons why i needed help because i did feel so alone you did yeah, yeah. see i don't that's like that's a common i don't like that because i don't think that's because you are not alone just so you know no no one's alone like not even to be like light and funny about it like you're not alone we're always here we are <laughs> that we are i mean not always but you know most of the time most of within 12 hours <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh okay i think do, are we gonna wrap this up or is any um final thoughts on sponsorship for you? Uh, yes. I think that to me, sponsors are equivalent to like a mentor in real life. Yes. I think they're important. I think that they help you. And while 
maybe not so much. It's not clumsy metaphor. I won't even say it. No, I like your clumsy metaphors. No, No, this one won't be right. Okay, say it anyway. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you can get through life without mentors. You can't really get through the program of Alcoholics Anonymous without a sponsor. Uh, So I think even if you are not an alcoholic and you're listening to us, I think if you have someone in your life that's like a mentor, like that's super important. Yeah. And whether you're not, you realize you have someone in your life. But I just think it's important. Not saying you need to go out and find someone to, you know, just be a mentor because I said so. Just grab any person off the street. Yeah. Any man (laughs) or woman will do. Uh, Any person rather will do. Um, I just think they're important. And I think that you should be, when you get to a certain point in life, you should almost should, once you have a mentor that teaches you a lot, you almost should turn around and be open and willing to share what you have learned with someone else. I think, well, that's... Whether it be about mm-hmm. AA, whether it be about how to build a house, whether it be how to... I, I know what you're make saying. Make a cake, whatever. Yes. I yeah. Think that... Because nobody knows, everybody has to start somewhere and be mm. taught. I feel like we're all taught and we're taught through repetition and practice and it's i guess you can like really try to figure it out on your own it's a lot easier with someone who's been through it mm-hmm. and and kind of has that experience and and to what you were saying giving it back i think that's definitely the aa in us yeah i wish the world worked like that um, but I know that's how the program of AA works. Yeah. That's a huge part of the program is you have this experience, you've been through these steps. Now you bring another person through them and it's like this big ripple effect, mm-hmm. right? So it's like an endless cycle. It's an endless cycle and you have people becoming well and reaching out their hand to someone who's sick. And then it just, I don't know. That's then, my favorite part of this yeah. whole program. And then everybody else's live who's attached to that person who is sick and gets well, their life has changed for the better yeah. too. So like Angela sponsored you. Mm-hmm. Your sponsees are helped essentially by Angela yeah. too. And then their eventual sponsees and their eventual sponsees yeah, all lead back to Angela who leads all the way back to some lady back in like well, 1940 or whatever. Yes. And it's just cool how like one person can yeah, start. To, yeah. So it doesn't have to be just an AA thing. It's just yeah, but it's just that's just what we know. Yeah. So, <laughs> but that, that's my lesson for the episode. <laughs> well, we hope you guys enjoyed this mini bonus episode. I think we're gonna try to do something like this more often. Maybe not every week, but what I was thinking is a lot of you guys have emailed us like your stories. Hmm. And we might dedicate a bonus episode or a mini episode where we just share someone's story. They tend to be long because people, yes. I don't know, Story, long, yeah. stories aren't yeah, short. Stories, yeah. So we would probably do one episode. So it all depends on you guys, obviously, if mm-hmm. you guys want to share or not. But that that's an idea we had. Um. Aaron's idea, but well, I, I adopt the idea. <laughs> I feel like I just like, <laughs> I threw it at you right now. I love it. Here. Um, okay, so we will be back with our full episode this Monday and 6 a.m. sharp. 6 a.m. sharp, <laughs> yeah. I I go to work at six, so that's when it gets out. Um, but until then, keep going and keep growing. And love one another. And love one another. Deuces. <laughs>
Hey, thanks for listening. If you have any recommendations on topics that you'd like to hear us discuss, or if you'd like to share your gratitude with us, send us an email at podcastnotperfection at gmail.com. See you next time.